Kate Winslet. was supposed to be one of the biggest things back then. The Titanic. The Titanic is one of my biggest busts. Wait, the actual event? The actual Titanic. Because, <laughs> mate, it was supposed to be the biggest like thing. The boat, they're like, oh, this is the fucking thing. And it crashed, mate, into an iceberg. Lad, that's a big-ass bust, that's even a, if it was in 1914 or whatever it was. That's a really tough luck. That's a tough – that's You can't tough. come out and be like, we have the best fucking boat, and then it gets knocked over by an iceberg. Yeah, it's It tough. wasn't even knocked by a water. My question is, what were the captains doing, bro? Head's gone, mate. They've run into the <laughs> iceberg, lad. On today's footy corner, Tottenham take the crown in North London as Arsenal's three stooges make a meal of it on defense. Cass overturns the Man City ban, but no one wants to take fourth as Chelsea, Leicester, and Man United falter. Erling Hahn gets kicked out of a club. Ben Teke and Sonucci get reds for kicking people. And Entanglement apparently is a substitute for cheating. Along with the typical predictions, comments, nonsense of the week, fantasy corner, and gambling corner. Next. We are back on the footy corner, Arine. It's been a packed day. How's everything going? Everything's good. Um, I don't know how it's been a packed day, maybe for you with work and everything. Well, uh, there's been a lot of news today. Oh, yeah. A lot of big things going on just mm. across the world. We'll talk. Yeah. You get to that in a second, but how's everything outside of that? Good, good. You seem relaxed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you came in here storming like it was Normandy, getting all emotional. So Emotional? What do you mean emotional? <laughs> I don't know. You came in here with fire. I just, oh, I just said I had a long day. You came in here and said you were tired and you were... Yeah, it's, it was a, yeah, it's you been kept a telling me Liverpool lost you money. Okay, hold on. Now about that, you're just being very <laughs> sensitive about it because I'm not. Yeah, I'm really because, not. Well, okay, see, do I sound like it? You were okay. because you you're the one that brought up that they lost you money, and then I reiterated. No, Liverpool that I lost didn't lose me money. You said that. You said they lost you a ton of money. You said, oh, they were favorites. No, and they no, lost me money. In the betting corner. Oh, I well, I thought you meant real life. And then I was like, well, I didn't they lost, actually, they I didn't, lost me money on both. I didn't actually bet on that. I don't bet on my teams. I only okay. bet on my fighters. Oh, there you go. On your fighters? Yeah. How is that different from your teammate? It's different. Okay, fair enough. I've only bet, to be fair, I've only bet on Arsenal once this season. It was a W against Sheffield. Maybe I should do it more. Well, you're refrained from betting from one of your, from multiple well, of We could bring that up in the betting corner. Uh, no, no, you literally legally are. I leave oh, 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 you're saying I can't. Yeah. You're right. That's true. And I haven't. I, I have. And and especially if I'm doing it online, you can't. They're going to trace that. I could have done it cash at the, uh, what was it? The shoe, which we haven't gone to in like a decade. Um, well, obviously. And I still wouldn't go there. People yeah. in the end are getting a little reckless. Yeah. So you're right. I can't bet on Purdue. Still can't. I don't know if they're ever going to play again. Uh, that said, you know. This I got a question. Wild weekend, so, huh? You saw UFC. Or, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, what's your question? Didn't that we talked about that last episode, right? It was it was going to happen. It oh, happened it's happened between, already, yeah. Yeah. It's been three days only, but it happened. What were you going to ask, though? Um, so when you still walk around the streets <laughs> of Chicago. <laughs> yes. Do you get – and for anyone else that's in a quarantine city like us, whether it be – I don't know if Toronto is with us. I know LA is very similar to us Canada right is now. pretty – like – free because people aren't stupid la is not free right they're not um they're like they're even more unlike them than we are yeah um san fran shout san, out Nikhil. Nikhil, yeah tough move that's a, that's tough yeah you know um i don't know do you still feel like eerie does it still give like that weird feeling like when you see another human being you guys give each other that look like i just look what away the fuck from is them. going on like don't fucking breathe on me mate 
So, like, how do you say hi? Because you can't say the soft hi. You know, the white person hi where you, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know the look? Uh, eh, I don't know. I kind of still I say wave. white person hi because that's what people make fun of. I still of. wave at people. You can wave. Your hands aren't covered. Dude, I'm not waving tall. My knee is well, okay, well, not like that. That's, okay, shit. You're insinuating a few things with a wave like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, you know, it's weird. Everyone looks at you through their mask and it's just like. Yeah. I mean, I had a text from a friend that said, you know, I smile at someone at the store and realize that they can't see my stuck <laughs> smile. I felt like they were just staring. Shout out Shanko. That's a pretty funny one. It's a. Uh, yeah, I mean, at the store, I agree, but I, I guess it's lost its eeriness because it's been a thing now for a while. So it's not as eerie for me. It's just the like anytime I pass someone, I get a little nervous. Still, why do you get nervous? I, I don't know. I just I'm like, don't get COVID now. I mean, I guess so. If like it's, maybe it's bad that I get offended. Like if I'm on a jog or if I'm walking and like someone puts their mask, I see that. Well, I see them do it with everyone. Like if there's someone ahead of me, they just put their mask on for like a second and then take it off. Mm. I'm just like, dude, I don't know. Yeah, well, everyone else let us know how – answer this question and have, how can they tell Devin's us? Devin's in Arizona. And that's, yeah. Oh, actually, so now they're on yikes. lockdown. It's a big yikes right now. Yeah, yeah. Where can they reach us? I mean, we got a lot of At the footy corner too. Yeah, so they know. I know I went off topic there, but it's just, yesterday just brought up because I walked at like 9 o'clock, which mm-hmm. is probably not the safest thing. Um, yeah, no. And everyone just – it just it just seems like we're all in this little – Game. I don't know how to explain. A game, it. like a movie game. A movie I, I can see. I'm getting tired of it. I'm bored. <laughs> what, what? I mean, you mean in terms? There's of nothing what? to do anymore. It's, yeah, it. you can you can still run and walk and. I can't run. Yeah, I mean, walk and run. I, I guess that's. Walk. I guess that's true. There are a lot of places that you can't go in, and it's yeah, it becomes difficult. But at least the weather's nice, and you can enjoy the water. Yeah. <laughs> you go along the lake. Yeah. Mate, there are people that are there stuck are people that are drowning in the lake now too. That's, true. That's not yeah. Not not Rivera. I'm talking Lake Michigan. Yeah. It's just yeah. man, twenty twenty needs to end. Yeah. Well I'm ready to turn twenty six now at this point. Twenty five can be a wash. So much for a golden birthday, Jesus. Yeah. It's been a bit of a rough go. And it just got, I guess, a little worse with that ruling today. So let's jump into that. Yeah. How do you like that transition? Uh the CAS, which I don't think anyone knew what CAS was until today. Known as the Court of Arbitration for Sport, um, it, it, it apparently it's supposed to resolve legal hearings. Uh, UEFA puts down this two-year ban on Man City today. Cass had the option of upholding it, overturning it fully, or lessening that infraction. They almost completely overturned it by no Champions League ban, and even the fine went I think down to like ten million or billion or whatever from thirty million. So. What are your thoughts on this ruling? Any any money thing you take away from cities and doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's terrible. You know it. I know it. Everyone that's not a city fan knows it. It's that's just money and I guess someone that's I don't know. So what, soccer is not winning. You know that. So what this the sport means isn't winning. Is that the top four have to get in? You can, fifth place now is not getting in because yeah. Man City. We assumed will that the, be, whole, the whole time too, right? And that's we how, thought we thought maybe UEFA had some sense in them. That's how ridiculous this is. And you know what the problem is? So, so what this does, I think, is it really undermines financial fair play to an extent, right? Yeah. Because all the people are saying financial fair play is dead. Yeah. Well, here's the issue: there are teams that still follow it. Like, for instance, you know, you guys were smart enough to go in and get Mohamed Salah because they had to sell him. They had to raise funds. They were in a bind, 
right? Yeah. And you got a really good ass deal for him. Right? Yeah. What was the what was the price on Salah? Do you remember around like whereabouts? And that's a bargain, you know, that's one of the biggest bargains out there now. Um, well, to be fair though, I mean this was after you know, a lot of oh, he still had questions around him, though. Oh, yeah, a little bit. And he but, wasn't young. But the reason he needed to be sold yeah. was because they were like, "Oh shit!" So you know what this reminds me of? I was thinking about this. I'm like, "Why?" You know, what does this remind me of? It reminds me a little bit about the NCAA. You know how like a team will get struck down with a, "Oh, you know, this team violated the rules." Yeah. And I feel like if it's like a team like Man City, a team like I mean, one that is considered yeah. now a quality side. And also, they probably paid off a lot of people. You know, they paid them all off. Uh, There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. Right. You know, a quality side, they get off the hook, whereas a smaller side might get a might get a ban. Think about like the NCAA. Like there was that Adidas probe recently. Have you heard yet of Arizona? Uh, what? Duke. Louisville, Duke. Kansas. Was Duke involved? Whoever was involved, I, I know. Yeah. I know Arizona was for sure. In Kansas and Louisville, have they been banned yet? No. And then I think a team the other – like what was it? Texas A&M? <laughs> and then they got like a year – it was someone. Can't go to the tournament for a year. Oh, Tech or A&M? It, it, I, it was – I think it was A&M or it, – it, was, it wasn't maybe – maybe it wasn't a and It was like a team of that irk, like that level. Oh. It's like, okay, like they're a school but they're not like – if they're not in it, then NCAA is going to lose a lot of money for them missing oh, the tournament. Okay, you know? okay. So that's what this reminds me of you know. and it's crap. It, it, it's utter crap. You know what's wild though? I don't think it's even – I think they'd make more money. They'd make more money having like – for example, let's say the table stays as it is. I, UEFA would make more money having Manchester United in the Champions League than Manchester City because more people around the world globally follow Manchester United. What if it ends up being Leicester? Then they don't. Yeah. So, but, but that's what I'm saying. That's a risk they don't want to take. But that's what I'm saying. Like, You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so Jeff Paris was big on posting a lot about this, obviously, and it's it's so funny. Paid. You know, all the Man City people are going to be posting about. He this. woke up early for this shit too. He posted this shit at like <laughs> nine, ten a.m., nine a.m. He says uh, he he said one of his quotes to Steve, and I think a lot of us in general. I'm so embarrassed for you right now. Justice has prevailed. You have some apologies to hand out. So he's actually put a poll up. That we have, uh, our intern has retweeted. Um, so, the the poll asks: Should Arian apologize to Man City and their fans for his now discredited accusations against the club? It's just, it's currently it stands at six nothing no. But what do you have to say, to Jeff? I don't have to say anything. He knows damn well who's going to win that vote. He know everyone knows, dude. That's why even. My friend that my friends that don't follow the Premier League, even like the ones that are like Real Madrid Barcelona fans, mm-hmm. they're even just like, bro, like that's stupid. Like even they, even though their team's just as corrupt, honestly. Right. But everyone, no one, no one wants to see City like win. Yeah. Well, it's I just mean, like they're not a real team, man. That aside, it's, it's everything. Okay, every reason why I got into watching soccer, like watching soccer. Is everything City stands against? That makes sense. There's no passion. There's no environment to the Etihad Stadium. There's no. So we know that that's that your take. Absolutely we, nothing. This is no. If every team was like oh Man City, I wouldn't watch. Like I'd be like, wow, they're a bunch of field fairies. I'd be, I'd be part of that group for sure. Brian needs to make this a bingo, but I'd be playing it a bingo spot. <laughs> Brian, if you update that bingo board, this. So in regards to this thing, though, I mean, we're all we're all agreeing. It's. 
Jeff says City are mad. They're going to sign everyone. Players they don't even need. You poke the bear. That's the attitude City has. We're just going to buy everyone. See what I mean? That's such shit, dude. That's why no one likes that club. It's such a trash club. It's garbage. And uh, I value my shits more than I Manchester than that club. Steve said initial fee of thirty million was also reduced to ten million. He said you sound like BP after an oil spill. Nah, we didn't do anything wrong. We just had to pay this little fine because we were so innocent that we felt bad for being in- so innocent. Jeff says the sheik eats ten million for breakfast, which is true. <clears throat> so. Uh, yeah, I think – so by the way, I'm I'm the one that tweeted the uh, – what was it? The, the UEFA – UEFA is a joke. Is a joke. That was me uh, because I felt like, okay, yeah, you had to at least slap them with a year, at least one year. You, you can't let clubs get away with this kind of stuff. Chelsea got a transfer ban, didn't they? Yeah. I guess their Russian money didn't pay as much as the Sheiks did or something. They got off – See, it was initially older, a one-year thing, and they yeah. got off with a half-year. So Look, the older it. I get, the more I actually respect Roman Abramovich, which right. is the owner of Chelsea Football Club. So, yeah. And the older I get, the more I realize soccer is going down the drain because of corrupted... It, it, soccer is a reflection of this world. Legitimately, it is. You have You have teams that are like... The Manchester City that just abuse the world and try becoming so powerful and then they're just a joke. Welcome to being an adult, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. Right. Soccer used to be so much fun. It's, it's it's I hate to say it, the Premier League's getting lame with all this bullshit. Well, with the, with the result we're going to talk about, I, I sound like an you. old person, don't yeah. I? Well, then that's a good transition for me to go to the next result because I agree with you from this result uh, in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which is still a stupid name. Spurs two, Arsenal one. Lacazette scoring uh, the first goal that got canceled out quickly by Son and Alderweireld heading the winner in the eighty uh, first minute. That is the tenth comeback win in this fixture's history by either side, which is the most in EPL. Um, and Lacazette becomes the first Arsenal player to score home and away against Tottenham since 2012-13. Who do you think the last Arsenal player was to score both home and away against Tottenham in a season? Thierry Henry. No, it was in 2012-2013. I mean, didn't he make his comeback and like score oh, against no. Leeds yeah, and like, no, cry no. in front of everyone? Um, <laughs> no. This is actually someone you wouldn't expect. It's a, it was a defender. Koscielny. Nope, his partner. I don't know. His par- he has had many partners. German man. Oh, uh, per Murdersacker. Per Murdersacker was the last. I had to play that back because that was unbelievable. Um, Where is uh, Koscielny now? Uh, he went back to France. He was oh. really mad and went back to France because he's, he's, he's up there in he's age old too. too. Uh, Arsenal have dropped 21 points from winning position, which is the second worst to West Ham United have dropped 24. All right, uh, what were your thoughts in this match, I guess, overall? Um, I don't know. Uh, I was actually watching this game here with our dad. And you don't want to hear this, but, and oh, I, I didn't we know ne- he was here earlier. We, ne- we never, we didn't want to, I didn't mention it in front of you that day, but I was like, this is just one of those games I could see Arsenal dropping. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And it, it happened. I don't know what it was, but it's just, it just seemed like one of those games. So what gave you that thought? I mean, it's a thought, but what? Just the aura of the club. I don't know. Just in recent years, not overall, just recently. It's just like, okay, this is a big game for us. This is a big, you know, we can get through big some big points and something, you know. I can't remember a big win from Arsenal, personally. 
So I guess uh, the big wasn't there a stat you said last week about like they haven't beaten that the wolves. Top? No, that wolves win was the first time they've beaten a team above them away from home. That's uh, yeah in the table. I mean, and and wolves just recently cracked that you know the top mm-hmm. six this year. Yeah, and, I mean, in terms so, of the match, consistently, it was one of those that I thought either team could have won. You know, like if yeah. you're watching the match, forget the R. You can, or no, you can. You know, I'm saying you can even argue Arsenal looked like. They were going to be the team, especially that was going to the, the game. in the second. Yeah, yeah, actually, in the first, it was wide open. I think for a neutral, this is a great game. Like yeah. honestly, because it was back and forth, oh. uh, chance after chance on either side. You know, it was, and, and there were times where like, okay, Tottenham's about to score. Okay, Arsenal's about to score. You know, for instance, the Bellerin cross into Aubameyang. He he didn't finish it. Kane had a, a, you know a chance that he you know Emmy Martinez, who I think had a great game stop. And then in the second, I think Jose Mourinho changed his strategy because he said, okay. Let me sit back. He saw Kolesinec fuck up. He saw that Luis was a little shaky. And then Mustafi was shaky later. He said, you know what I'm going to do? We're going to sit back and we're going to absorb, right? Because they don't have anyone creative in the middle. They can just try to bomb it and then we counter. And, you know, you get a set piece. It works out. Uh, Obviously, I'm very (laughs) upset. That was the second time my team had conceded past the 80th minute to either draw or lose a game. And Caitlin, I think, on Snapchat had gotten... A, uh, a shot of me. Yeah. She showed me later. Um, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. It sucked. Yeah. Uh, but what are you going to do? It's one of those things that uh, I think, you know, this Tottenham team is not very good. They're not. I mean, they're really not that good. Uh, and it was just Arsenal screwing up in the back. The defense, they got to fix that. And we'll see what Arteta can do. I don't really, I don't know. There's good game as a neutral, say. but... You know, when I was watching this game, what I was thinking, obviously there's no atmosphere with the fans. Yeah. And, um... It'll come sorry, down levels, right? A, I don't know what's going <laughs> oh, on. Um, I don't know. For me, in the past couple of years, the North London Derby has taken a drastic dip in its excitement for me. I think because... I think because of the new stadium in, for Tottenham and... Maybe even the Emirates, but I feel like the Emirates used to even be more rocking for it. Like, I don't know. Now when you say Arsenal Tottenham, it's more of like a disappointment because I know it's going to be like, for me, I don't know why. It's not like that high of a quality game anymore, A. And B, like I, I know you hate Tottenham still just as much, but I feel like there isn't as much hatred. I, I just don't feel it anymore. And like the players don't seem like they care about that game as much as they used to. Do you get that same sense? No, I, I don't. I don't agree with that because because no one was like well, North London is white. I haven't. I haven't seen. Well, that's one. Spurs, man. That's I, on no. That. I know, but they won. <laughs> but I haven't seen anyone bragging about it. I, I have because I. I mean, I guess I know a lot of Tottenham, and I've been on Arsenal Twitter, and it's well, been, like a player though. Have you seen a player? Do it? Oh, a player, no. But a lot I mean, of Arsenal players said, you know, God, they came out on social media both before and after. Uh, Granite Shaka and Danny Ceballos made tweets before the match, after the match. You know, Emmy Martinez said, you know, it was upsetting and all this stuff. So. I think it's still there. I mean, obviously, you're going to have an issue when there's no one in the crowd. There was no fans there. I know, but I'm just saying the past couple of years. Like, right. it's just, it's not there for me. Yeah, I agree that they've had some snoozers, but I feel like, I don't know, I felt like this not game, just the, the game. first half was good. Like, just half. the whole, everything around yeah, it. I don't know. I used, it used to be a game like... Well, that's probably because it's, it, it's a mid-table game right now. That's probably why you think that, you know? I don't know. Something's I mean, missing with it lately, and it's, I don't know, it needs to come back, but... Well, I think with the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, I think a lot of it's taken away. 
All right. Well, we'll see. What do you you guys all let us know what you think about that? Um, you know, I just think it's because the teams are lower down, people don't look forward to it as much. So we'll see though. Uh, and there's no manager rivalry anymore, right? They were saying nice things about each other, but you know, and I wish they hadn't. But what was the old? Who did? Um, Wenger and Mourinho did not. Well, Wenger and Mourinho were, I guess, uh, Chelsea they, and Arsenal. They never but, played. Yeah. But when when Mourinho comes in and plays Arsenal, it's just you know. Oh. But Arteta and them, they were very respectful. And Marino actually said nice things about Arteta after the match and vice versa, so that kind of stunk. But anyway, uh, that is what it is. Uh, it's in the books. Another one that was in the books that was unexpected, Sheffield 3, Chelsea nil. McGoldrick with a brace, McBurney with the other goal. That's the second time that a duo on the same team with a Mick prefix, yeah. McGoldrick and McBurney, have scored on the same team in the Premier League. It was Wigan in May of 2013. MacArthur and McManaman were the goal scorers for them. Thought that was a pretty interesting fact. McManaman. Yeah. Somewhat a different one. Obviously not the guy that's on. I don't think it was him. Otherwise, he would have been really old. Um, and then this is actually the biggest defeat for a team that had as much as 76% possession as Chelsea did. Wow. What, to you, was the biggest issue? And then I can chime in. because I, I don't know. Case. I was so shocked watching the game. I didn't. I couldn't believe what I was watching, to be honest <laughs> with you. Which is why there was a life alert check on our Twitter for Brian Moore. Yeah. A big Chelsea fan. and. Luckily, he was driving back yeah. on his way. I mean, what what did you get from that game? The comment from him, you're right, was I'm, I'm driving, so I missed it. But, man, I, here's my thing with Chelsea, and this is why I was weary. If you listen to the predictions last episode, and as we were making them, I go, eh, one to two Chelsea. But I was very weary because their defense. To me, that's the biggest issue. Uh, Christensen, bin man, stinks, trash. Uh, who else was was with him back there in this game? I, Rudiger. You know, it was Rudiger this Rudiger one. Rudiger made a big error. Rudiger had a rough game, but to me, Christensen is not cutting it. To me, you know, Rudiger, uh, eh, he's they need a center back that's really good. And Tamori, he's young, like he's not going to be the lead guy. They need a lead guy with him, and they they're spending all this money on Ziyech, Warner. They're looking at Kai Havertz apparently. They need a center back, mate. Otherwise, I'm telling you all right now. They're going to be like our, how Arsenal was between 2013 and 2016. A really good offense, but can absolutely break down on defense and can fuck them. And, and that, what, what is that type of team? That's a team that is fighting for first until February and then falls apart. You know, yeah. that, That's what that is. And, and they, need to, they need to figure that out, in my opinion. Otherwise, they're fun to watch, but they're going to cause a lot of headaches for people like Brian Moore. Yeah, I agree. I think, remember when, he, when they got Warner, he sent that ultimate team lineup Mm -hmm. potentially for next year. That's the first thing I said. I said, look, they're a really good team going forward, but I've seen this whole story before. Mark, get your bingo things out. That 13-14 Liverpool team scored (laughs) so many fucking goals, but then, you know, they had Daniel Agger, Martin Skirtle at the back with no true holding mid. Mm -hmm. I mean... Steven Jarrett was playing holding mid, but he he just changed into that role. And then I think we had uh, – who was our left back? I even remember who our left back – Glenn Johnson. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was just you need a, a good defense. Yeah. Someone that controls that back, and I don't think Rudiger, like you said, Christensen, do a good job of that if they even do it at all. Dave is getting up there in age, and I don't think he commands the team. It's hard to when you're when you're a left or right back, I think, to really command the game because you're only on one side, right? Right. right. So I don't know. Unless they no. try to put Dave in the middle, which they've done a couple times, but man, he's, he's too, too short. short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like I don't know who's the other back. 
Marco Salonzo? Is he yeah. still playing? Yeah, he plays here and there. I mean, uh, Reese James is the guy that... Oh, he's a young, young kid guy. But yeah, my point being is they need to buy a... They need to splurge on... Like, similar to what Liverpool did on the center back that's just proven, convinced that you're... You know, you know the product that you're getting. Mm-hmm. Christensen was like a project, right? Because they got him from good. Fulham, I believe. He's Shout out, because I remember... I actually, like, was like... That was a good so buy. Zuma was back there this past game. Kurt Zuma's been a mess for quite some time now. I mean, it's shocking that a, a team like Chelsea that used to be so defensive-oriented, remember? Mm-hmm. They used to be that team that you couldn't break. Jose Mourinho. And now it's just a complete 180. Yeah. Well, look. Pul- I mean, sorry. Pulisic looks like a road manager. And our bingo sheet right there. Um, yeah, so they need to figure that out. Uh, but, you know, despite that, Due to this next result... Do you think he should grow a beard? Do you think Christian Pulisic should grow a beard? He's talking about Pulisic. Let us know, people. I don't know. I'm not very concerned about Pulisic's beard. I don't care if he should grow or As long as he does well for the U.S., he can do whatever the hell he wants. Tough, tough task. Yeah. Tough task, what? Growing a beard or doing well for the U.S.? Well, he can grow, and I'm saying the U.S. Yeah, that's, that's an impossible uh, task, mate. That's a yikes. Uh, but Chelsea not completely hurt by this result because the next day... Bournemouth dropped a 4-1 decision, or sorry, Leicester dropped a 4-1 decision to Bournemouth. Vardy scored early for them, and then they gave up four second-half goals. Stanislas with a penalty in the 66. Your boy, Solanke, scoring a brace, and Johnny Evans adding an own goal somewhere in there. Leicester City falling apart. So you two, after the Solanke goal that made a 2-1 kicking, I believe that was Joshua King in the goal, gets sent off, uh, this is the first time Bournemouth has won a Premier League match after trailing at half since August of 2018 against West Ham. Leicester City, are they? I mean, we've talked about them struggling. This game was yeah, bad. I don't know. I put money, I put real money on this game, so I thought they'd pull through. Um, I was really shocked. What, yeah. What's your feeling on them now? Well, my thought was this was a game. So you look at Le- Leicester City in the table first. Let's look at that. They're in fourth now on 59 points. You might say, okay, well, fourth gets in Champions League. Well, look at their fixture list coming up, right? If you look at what they've got left, Leicester City, I'm pulling it up right now because I remember it's not good. they got oh, wow. Sheffield at home, which is not so straightforward anymore, at Tottenham, and then Manchester United. None of these are gimmies. That was the last gimme game they had. Is that like his brother? And I think they've gone off and fucked it up. I'm still looking at this Christian Pulisic thing in the back. But I don't know who that is. Uh, but they've gone and fucked it up, I think. Leicester's in big trouble, mate. With the fixtures coming up, with this get match, Sonyuchu losing his head, they're they're screwed. They're in trouble. Do you think Leicester's gonna? I think Leicester's out. I mean, they're uh, in fourth right now. Well, I would I would say that too. But United just dropped points to Southampton at home. So they did. But I mean, you heard that fixture list I just mentioned. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy, man. And they haven't looked good. I would. Yeah. Leicester I would, only has one point. I think. I would. Know, if you were to give games. me one of the options, I would choose United to finish above Leicester. Yeah. And Chelsea. I mean, I think that goal differential... It's United so, has an easy schedule, mate. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. I mean, Chelsea's got Norwich. I, Liverpool's I think, a tough one, and Wolves is a I tough know one. Chelsea are only one point above Leicester and United, but is it bad that I think they're a safe bet? Honestly, you want to know, Mike, here's the funniest thing. I think out of those three, United's the safest bet. You heard it here first. No, I think Pulisic is going to pull through for Chelsea. Okay. We'll see what happens. But, uh, well, speaking of which, Man U, we'll talk about that. Man U to Southampton to. They squandered an opportunity 
to really jump ahead, and this this result actually just literally happened what ten minutes ago, fifteen minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, Rashford and Martial scoring for United. Those goals were sandwiched in between goals from Armstrong and a late equalizer from Obafemi. Now you were saying you were that so Rashford had an open opportunity and missed. And you said, you know what? I've seen him do that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So is that your way of telling me you think Rashford's overrated? Uh, I don't. Do you think maybe he's I more of a charity merchant? His end product. <laughs> his end. See, that's the thing that makes it hard because he's such a good guy. I think his end product is lacking. He's got other good attributes, but I can't tell you how many times I've seen Martial pass him the ball and then he doesn't do anything with it. You know, like, not that he doesn't do anything. He misses. He misses clear-cut opportunities. So that worries me a bit. But I feel like they have other guys that can fill in. I mean, Rashford plays on the wing now, and if he keeps doing this, I mean, he scored today, so, I guess. But yeah. Daniel James is on the bench. But here's um, here's what I wanted to ask you. So you mentioned that Marshall kind of creates for him a good amount, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he misses a lot of these opportunities. Uh-huh. If randomly, if you put Martial on a team, let's say like Chelsea, where he's surrounded by good talent going forward, do you think he's praised more than he would be at United? I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe he gets better statistics because people maybe put away those chances. Because when you look at Chelsea, you're going to look at a striking battle between, between Timo Warner, Tam, Tammy Abraham, and Olivier Giroud. I mean, there's a plethora of people that if you pass the ball to, they're going to finish it. I think Mason Mount is starting to establish himself too, even though he's really young. He's going to become a staple part of Chelsea, I think. Mm-hmm. Pulisic, I think. Every American knew what he was capable of doing, and now that he's actually starting to do it. I mean, like, put someone like Martial at Chelsea, wouldn't that be kind of lethal? You can, but then, like, not that they need him. You don't have room for all these Not that they need him, but I'm saying, do you think he'd look better on another team? If someone can finish more of his chances. Let me tell you something. I mean, he scored a nice goal today, too. Let me tell you something. You put Martial on that Liverpool team, and he will be a star. No, I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, dude. you put a lot of people on the Liverpool team, and, and you put Salah and Mane around them, and or Firmino. Or, and yeah, they're gonna they're gonna look really good. Obviously, those those are the guys. Uh, you know, I mean, Greenwood has done well lately for them too. So overall, though, but, yeah. this was another similar to Leicester dropped opportunity. They yeah. really, especially with that late goal that screwed you over. Yeah, I lost you some know? money on them. Two he, unit. I lost around two units on them. Yeah, and you, so he, for those listening, he had under three, three and a half goals. Yeah, and I made, un, I mean, it was a live bet. It was so a live bet in the 80th minute. It was 2-1, 81st minute. Um, United had just put on McTominay and Danny, no, no. Yeah, they put them. a bunch of people on, I don't know who. Defensive players, and they took out Bruno, and I was like, all right, they're playing lockdown D. Brandon Williams dies 10 minutes later, and Southampton scores in the 95th minute. He had just come in, actually. Bernie Williams, Bernie, yeah. Daniel James, and McTominay had all just so, come in. And you see who he for replaced. For Greenwood Fernandez. Yeah. Like, for attackers. Exactly. So. <laughs> and Obafemi's this little fat man. Yeah, and, and he was sneezing all <laughs> over the, the field afterwards, spreading COVID. <laughs> You know, you know the one takeaway I had is uh, Ralph Hassenhudel. If you ever watched the replay of him celebrating, he looks he looks like the lead singer of Eiffel sixty five, just running around oh, wow. in his tracksuit and his hat. Throwback. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But you know, so we've talked about it. United, Chelsea, Leicester, right? They're the ones fighting for Correct, yeah. third, fourth, fifth. One team's going to miss out. I mean, I, I think it's Chef. Wolves are four points out, Sheffield's five. I think that's over. I think they they can all fight for their Europa spots. Which team's missing out? I'd say Leicester. 
Do you really don't like Plastic Care, huh? It's not that I like. I, mean, I think their fixture list is hard. I, wait, well, and they're not trending. You think in the Sheffield right makes it over them? No, no. United, Chelsea, Leicester. Two of them make Champions League. One of them won't because fifth doesn't make it anymore. Uh-huh. I th- I, who's the one that'll be left out? And I'll put we'll put this poll up for the listeners. I hope Leicester. I think Leicester. I think Leicester as well. I think I, th- I think Madison's. I think Madison's injured though. Like we have to keep he that is. in mind. Oh yeah, but then I think if they had Madison, things would be a little different. And then you have to also consider the fact that Soyuchu is now out three games Your boy. for his violent conduct. Your boy. Yeah. And now West What's Morgan's going to have to Shrek, come back. Um, who's the Shrek What's Prince that he looks like? Prince Farquaad. Shout out Farquaad. <laughs> I always thought that Marcos Alonso looked like Farquaad. No, mate. If you look Fit at Soyuchu, Soyuchu is Farquaad. <laughs> All right. right, let us Marcus know, guys. Alonso, it's the hair. The hair kind of gets you it. And if there's any other, you know what? Everyone else, let us know. If you find a Disney character that looks like a player, please let us know. And then, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. So that's another thing for the listeners to let us know. You know, if there's someone who's been out there, tell, tell us what you're thinking. Um, so going along the lines, uh, Wolves, Everton. So Wolves are kind of, now they're fighting for Europa, I guess. We were talking about Champions League before. They're fighting for Europa spot. With Sheffield winning, they had a win. They won 3 nothing on Everton. Jimenez, Dendonker, and Yota, the goal scorers. Raul's been involved in 35 of Wolves' goals this season. That's 25 goals, 10 assists. Only Mo Salah has that many goal involvements for any side in the you know, Premier League, across all competitions. 3 nothing. Is that a shocking result for you, for yeah. Wolves-Everton? Yeah, I thought so. Um, you saw the rant by, uh, what's his name? Seamus Coleman. Seamus Coleman. I think he put it really well. I mm-hmm. mean... I think he said it right there. It's the players' fault. I don't think the tactics were wrong. I think they're just—I don't know what they're doing. To be honest, um, they're not playing up to their potential. That's for sure. So, I don't know. What do you think about all that shit? To me, Everton was a team that looked really good, and I thought this would be a draw. But man, lately they've been dropping points. They've been dropping matches. They haven't looked as good in I think the last three matches. And Carlo Ancelotti, you can tell, probably not very happy with this. I think Everton's a team that's going to have to just go in reset mode. And you know what? Fold it up for this season. We're done. Wipe your hands. Get ready for next season. Carlo's got a lot of decisions on players to make. I think they have a big influx of money, too, that he could start spending, too. And now that you know that FIFA doesn't give a shit or UEFA, just fucking spend. Who gives a shit? And on top of it, he has so many useless players in his squad that I think he can just sell. Like he can, Even if they didn't have money to spend, you could sell so many of these guys right now, get money, and use that money. Yeah, maybe I think, he, I think he's expendable. If you're going to give up on Moise Keen and get a better striker, you can get some money for him. You know what? They I have so many wingers. they got to give Moise Keen one more season. You think so? Yeah, he's so young. I mean, they have 36 wingers. They have a Wobie, Walcott, Bernard. They have Richarlison. You know, they have all but these guys. Bernard is getting older. Yeah. Um, so they need to, I mean, they need to figure Richarlison it out. Richarlison might be on his way to Barcelona, according to Twitter. <laughs> Bro. It's possible. Wait, 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 wait. It's I'm not possible. even kidding no, about this. Is, I'm not. Richarlison's good enough for Barcelona. I, <laughs> no, I'm not joking. It's not a joke. I know you're not joking, but it's just such He's a, really good. Mate, I know, but it's just a funny thought, isn't it? Like, Richarlison, the bar. This man was on Watford like two years ago. I know. That's Well, bananas. I mean, bro, Martin Braithwaite was on Middlesbrough not well, too long ago. Yeah, but. That's what I'm saying. But that was an emergency pickup, lad. They, they cheated the system and got him. Speaking of FIFA Fair Play yeah, or whatever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Well, so big, big Look, test. You know what we could be thankful for? Our clubs haven't done that yet. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be more worried about my own doing it. Well, nope, not with Cronkies. And you guys are pretty good with Henry. 
So yeah, I don't see any. We didn't want. We didn't. We didn't want to break the rules because te- even though we get away with it, that's why we didn't get Timo Warner. Because yeah. literally, if you decipher what was being said, was it's literally illegal for us to do, even though we can get away with it. It's not right. Right. Yeah. Literally, that's what it was worded with. It's not the right thing to do in this moment. Yeah. Because Jurgen sure. Klopp's a big fan of saying in this moment. That, oh, is he like a character for Brendan Rodgers? Yeah, he says in this moment a lot. There are people, if you pick up the nuances, some managers, it's really funny if you you know, you know really get to the bottom that's, of that's it. That's what but. I'm saying. Winning is sweet, but when you do it the right way, I hate, I hate to say it because I'm a guy that says win at all costs. When you win it on fair terms, it's even sweeter. Yeah, so I agree. Wolves fighting for Europa, I guess, now. But they're in Europa, so they're technically still fighting for Champions League if they win it. And also, you know what I realized? When our season ends, I was like, oh, we could just talk about some transfers. Mate, Champions in Europa League are going to happen as well, so we can give some updates on that yeah, while we talk of, transfers. Yeah, there's, there's stuff. A lot I mean, of shit going on. MLS yeah. is back. So anyway, Wolves, <laughs> I don't know. I Big MLS guy here. We're going to move on. No, no, that's, you know what? It's really bad that I, I say, I, you know, oh, Todd Cantwell's not happy. Yeah, he was He was sad. They're the whole team. Well, which we'll get to in a second. I, I, I have a question for you real quick. If you have Lit- a, yeah. Sorry, if you have a dog... Does it have to be the support the same team as you? The do- because what? when Norwich got relegated, if anyone was watching the last Norwich game uh-huh. at the end, right. there's a picture of a puppy <laughs> wearing a Norwich shirt, and it said like I forgot what its name was, like Millie. Yeah, Millie, was Millie. is Millie is, is sad. sad. Yeah, Millie is sad. <laughs> it was like a little baby beagle, but it was not happy. It had a sad face. No, do you think its parents are Norwich fans too? Oh, or? absolutely. Do yeah. you do you just give your dog an, um, a team based on just its characteristics? Their no, I think any dog would be the fan of the same team. Imagine a derby and you and your dog are fighting. Like that'd be wild. <laughs> it's banana lands. <laughs> well, obviously, you would be like you'd ban your dog from being a Tottenham fan. I mean, but like, <laughs> what if your dog just looks like a a Wolves fan? How does it? Because does it look like? Let's a say wolf? it's a husky. Like, Let's say it's a husky. Okay, well, it's would not an Arsenal husky fan. <laughs> Oh. Mate, if Wolves beats us, you know how mad I'm going to be? I'm just saying, if Especially I owned... Especially if it has a little Wolves jersey <laughs> on. If I owned a Husky, I'd give it a Wolves jersey. And say, this is your this is your team. Like, this is it. <laughs> so you've gotten... Well, I mean, I it's, guess so. But know, how mad would you be then if that team beat your team? I, you know what? I'd, I'd go out jersey. and get my dog some treats for the big win. Good for you. <laughs> Fair it's, enough. You know what? It's, your dogs are like your family. Anyone so that has a different dog. <laughs> Talk with a different team than yourself. Let us know. That's um, uh, Brian Moore. Olive. Olive likes Chelsea. Or is Olive a Crystal Palace fan? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> Let us know, Brian. Is Olive Bournemouth a cherry, maybe? I don't know. Could be. Could be. I don't know. Or the region that Olive would be from. Maybe that's it. Brian, let us know what Olive's <laughs> team is. For those that don't know, Olive is, is, well, it's Allison's dog, but Brian by association. Yeah. Because it was hers before, while they were dating, and then... Now they're married, and yes. So, uh, <laughs> Liverpool won, Burnley won. Robertson, the Liverpool goal, Jay Rodriguez striking for Burnley. This is the first non-win for Liverpool at home this season. They had 23 shots, though, which is the most in a match that they failed to win since December of 2017. Who was that match against? That they uh, barraged a team this bad and didn't win? West Bromwich Albion. No, it's actually shocking. Well, not shocking, but you, you're, you are usually comfortable against this team. Tottenham. But they're a decent team. No. Everton? Yeah, Everton. You peppered Everton. I mean, obviously it doesn't matter because they won the league. And they still looked really good. Honestly, it was – Pope was the reason 
that Liverpool didn't win. Let's be honest. Are you? I mean, does, did it? Were it concern you at all what happened or no? No, I just um, it's just like frustrating to see and watch. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, you just gotta know it just doesn't mean too much. As long as Klopp keeps experimenting and we see what these guys can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we understand at this point there are no fans. It's trial and error for some of these players. Get Minnie Mouse some game time. Get the young guys some game time. See who needs to go out alone. That's I've been saying that the past two weeks, and now that we can't break the points record, I think mm-hmm. um, you know not much to play for. I hate to say it, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they're already kind of half on the beach a little bit. Well, I mean, they, they still peppered the net, but you know, yeah. I don't think they care too much. The intensity's not there. Uh, another team that may not be off the beach anymore, but seem to have been Man City five, Brighton nil. Sterling a hat trick, Bernardo Silva goal, and Gabriel Jesus a goal. I mean, I, I mentioned this in passing too because. They're in second. It's it's pretty much a first you know first seen thing. Back to back five zero wins for Man City. The last team to do that was them in 2017. They did it three games in a row. So who are they playing next game? Who's on Bournemouth? Bournemouth should be on watch here uh, to lose five nothing. I guess right. Yeah. Nine one one on or what's the what's the nine one one in England? That's a good question. I should huh? know this. I knew it when I was there. What is the nine one one in England? The 12 a.m. 911 A.D. at England. United Kingdom was 911 A.D. <laughs> what it's was bananas. that? It's bananas. What, it's bananas stat in Siri. <laughs> I don't think that's that was... wild. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe Google it. But, um, you know, speaking of which, it, you know. Oh, here it is. 999 and 112. So which one did you know? I think it was 999. 999? Yeah. Okay, so someone call 999. <laughs> Because Bournemouth about to get killed? I don't know. <laughs> so um, I was going to say, Ederson is the fastest goalie to 50 Premier League clean sheets. Is there, Sorry, the third. Can you name the two that reached it faster than him? These are players, the two, that have played for our clubs before. I mean, one of them played for my club. One of them has played for your club. But they've also featured on other sides. Okay, it definitely was not Pepe Reina. It was Pepe what? Reina. <laughs> What that man was a fucking bullet so, with that little bald head running Ed, around. Are you serious? Ederson's done it in 106 games. Pepe Reina did it in 92. This other lad did it Wait. in 82 games. Yeah, he got his 50th win in 92 games. Pepe oh, Reina. I thought you said 92. No, 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 <laughs> like, no, no, no. Like 82 games. I was like, hold this, up. This other lad did it in 82 Pepe Reina's games. old, but not now. Yeah, no, this other lad did it in 82 games. Can you name the other keeper? He's played for Arsenal, but is predominantly known more for that. Oh, yeah, that's uh, the headband guy. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Cech. Pe- Peter Cech, yeah. Peter Cech. Um, so, good for Ederson. I mean, nothing really much else for this one. Aside from the fact, actually, I want to speak that Brighton now kind of falling back into the relegation talk again, you know, good. Like those teams. So, I mean, I'm it's going to take a miracle for them to get over on, but we'll see. They have a good stadium, good good, good area in England, too. So. Yeah, so yeah, we'll see. Speaking of relegation, big results for the following. Aston Villa 2, Palace nil. Your boy Trezeguet had a brace. He was on a... Fan of the pod. Yeah, so Trezeguet with the brace, keeping hopes up for Villa. Watford winning 2-1. Dini scoring on two pens. Gale yeah, Newcastle's goal. Watford also having dreams of the same. And West Ham with four goals from Mikel Antonio looking to stay up over Norwich. Norwich now officially relegated. Uh, Norwich is, has now been relegated five times, which is more than any other team in the Premier League. Uh, but th- these three games that we're talking about, all big wins. West Ham, Watford, Aston Villa, right? Mm-hmm. Big wins for teams facing relegation. Which one stood out to you the most? Out of those games? Yeah. For for a win of a team that you think 
is either going to be safe oh, or Villa, looks Villa, to be on their way. Big, that's a big win. You think Villa's was the biggest? Cause it was yeah, they it was needed it, I think. Um, uh, that's about it, yeah. What was your thought on Sacco getting robbed on the early goal? It could have changed everything. Crystal Palace, Sacco had, a, had scored a goal in like the fifth or sixth minute. VAR looks at it and says no goal. It was about to hit his shoulder. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you um, think? There it is. A little later this time. <laughs> Bingo. Um, I don't know. Um, unlucky, I guess. I don't know. I don't like Palace that much, so I was happy with it. Okay. And, uh, it's yeah. time to eat. Use the code word queso for free delivery for lunch or That's dinner. Not a plug. Not if a plug. If you have Postmates, I'm looking at you. If you want to keep with your enchiladas plan, yeah. if you thought you could use code word queso. <laughs> That's true. Uh, oh, and the Stanley Cup begins August 1st. Okay. So, moving on. Those are little uh, ad reads since we don't have actual ads. Um, so, in terms of relegation, looking at it, I want to just briefly mention it. West Ham, 34 points. Watford, 34 Bournemouth 31, Aston Villa 30. So we're coming down to three games left. The points are coming in heavy and strong. I mean, do you really think? I mean, Villa's four points from safety. There are only nine points left. Who does Watford play next? Uh, Watford's fixtures are against West Ham, which is a big six-pointer, City, and Arsenal. I think if they lose that West Ham game, Uh I think Villa passes them. So West Ham Watford's going to be huge. Look, we're going to be recording during that. Watford might. You see them with 34 points? Yeah. That that might not change. Okay. Well, then Villa needs to pick up four. And do you see any – I mean, they play Everton, yeah. Arsenal, and West Ham. Everton's form, they could beat West Ham. Okay. And they can get – they could probably get a – they could maybe get a point against Arsenal at home. So Arsenal – but Watford has a similar schedule. West Ham and Arsenal are two of their matches. Okay, yeah, but replaced – Everton replaced with Man City. Yeah, that's true. With, that's with big. Everton. <laughs> so we'll see. How about Bournemouth, though? Can they get out of it or no? They play City, Southampton, Everton. Well, Everton's playing all these bottom feeders, huh? <laughs> yeah, they are. I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting for sure. So we'll see what happens with the relegation. With that said, let's make our uh, let's go to the scores first. Very rough week. By not picking, Brian actually picked up round on everyone. Nikhil had the highest score with nine. So nine points was the highest I'm score. Answer this phone on air. Nikhil, Keep going. Okay. So hold on. Hello. What? Hello. Hello, Assalamu alaikum, sir. How's it going? This is Oman calling from Online Quran Academy. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I am good. Thank you for asking, sir. The purpose of my short call is that we are teaching Online Holy Quran. So, is there anyone at your home who wants to learn Quran? Um, no. Hello? Yeah, no. I'm sorry. It's okay. Thank you, sir. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, well, that guy, that guy he hung See, up. See, it's hard for me to... Okay, so I, I wasn't expecting that. that um, usually I like to fuck around with these guys, but... That's the second time... It's a holy guy. It's a guy a that's trying to... in this episode, so we had to put it on the air. <laughs> it's a holy land. It's I'm getting spanned land. by a bunch of Quran people. Like He's Jehovah fine. Witnesses, except the Islam version, and they're just calling me. Yeah, so that's <laughs> wild. But let's go to the scores. <laughs> with, I mean, you guys got a little entertainment there. Um... Nikhil had nine, Steve and I had eight, and Arine was six. I mean, this was a bad week. It was, like you said, unpredictable, which has actually made you very apprehensive for this upcoming week because yeah. you said you want to stay out of the gambling corner for the no. most part. No. Well, we'll talk about that, yeah. But, I mean, you're worried about actual betting, too. Yeah. Um, overall, you're still the leader, 14.28, and it, a big gap between you and Nikhil has 13.67. Then I'm in third with 13.47. Steve's right behind me at 13.42. And Brian, 
13.21. You're kind of catching up, but and he's going to make picks starting from now on. Ready to hear him? Here are our week 36 predictions. The matches start tomorrow. Chelsea and Norwich, or if you're listening, maybe on Tuesday morning today. I got Chelsea three, Norwich nil. I got William. I got the same thing with Pulisic. And you know what? It's funny. I'm using my. Uh, there's a a card you can use, not a card, a token you can use in fantasy. I'm gonna pick up both of them. I'm gonna use that card, which is unlimited transfers for the week. William and Chelsea getting them. William and uh, Pulisic. Sorry, Newcastle and Tottenham. It's it's a match I can see Tottenham fucking around with here. I got Newcastle one, Tottenham one. Harry Kane. Um, I got uh, Newcastle one, Spurs two, Kane. Okay. Burnley Wolves. I got another one one. Burnley's been strong lately. I can actually see Burnley winning, but I feel like Wolves will hold it down one one. Raul. I have Wolves winning one nil. Raul. All right, Man City and Bournemouth. Gosh, I'm intrigued to change it to 5 nothing because that seems to be what's happening. But I'm going to go 3-1 De Bruyne. I have the same score but Sterling. All right, Arsenal-Liverpool. Uh, I've got – so you've got Liverpool on the beach, but Arsenal still stinks. So I got Arsenal 1, Liverpool 2, Firmino. Got Arsenal 0, no, Liverpool 2, Salah. All right, uh, Everton-Villa. I've got Everton 2, Villa 0, Richarlison, your Barca boy. Everton 1, Villa 2, Grealish. Oh, upset. Yeah. Oh, onions. Okay. I like Villa. Leicester and Sheffield. I think Leicester's slide continues, even though at home I got Leicester 1, Sheffield 2, Jamie Vardy. I have one all and Jamie Vardy. Okay. And it looks like he's going to take the golden boot at this point. Uh, Southampton, Brighton. I got Southampton 2, Brighton 0, Danny Ings. I got one all, Danny Ings. Okay. Palace, Man United. I got Palace 1, United. Palace has lost five in a row, six in a row. Palace 1, United 3. I think it continues. I got Bruno. got Palace 0, United 2, Martial. And then finally, West Ham and Watford. They're both fighting to get out of relegation. I think it's going to be a wild game, a fun one to watch. 2-2, Danny Welbeck. <laughs> you know what? I have a score to match that. Yeah. One all, Mark, oh, what's his name? Mark, Mark Noble. Noble. <laughs> Mark Noble, Mark, whatever you so call him. So time out. If Noble and Welbeck both score, we, t- we will do a video of us taking a shot. If okay. both of them score. It's not going to happen. Of any drink that the people choose. Okay. So anyone that's listening at this point, send us a tweet. We're not even – our intern is not going to provoke it. Tell us what shot we should drink. If Noble and Welbeck score in that match, we'll do it. All right. Sounds good. All right. With that said, let's go ahead and, and go to our shout-outs, comments and shout-outs. It was a, quite a busy week. Um, a lot of Mount Rushmore talk, which we'll get to shortly. But we had interesting stuff before that. <laughs> We got wild stuff going on outside our unit. Yeah. Um, Steve. Steve had a lot of comments. He chimed in on the Greenwood, Sancho, Foden, Saka thing. He says, Greenwood, Sancho, 10 feet of dog shit, and then Foden. And I, I put up a uh, Bukayo Saka gif about what about him, mate. Yeah. Um, but uh, on top of that, um, what uh, Jeff wasn't too happy that Foden was put down there. Do you think there's 10 feet of dog shit between Sancho and Foden? Um, not 10 feet of dog shit, but I think there's a good gap there. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, that was the thing that you put up the go fuck yourself and two people. <laughs> That's funny. Very funny. You uh, know funny. what? You know what's maybe bad? You may think like I'm bashing the city on purpose, mm-hmm. but like this is these are my legit like core feelings about the players and them. Like I'm being serious. Like not that it's not that phone's not good, right? It's that I think Sancho's that good. Okay, yeah, no, he is, and that's the thing. When you're ranking these people, it doesn't mean you think they stink. Like, yeah. you know, you don't take offense to it. They're all talented to even be in the conversation. 
but did you hear your Bono boy? needs to get bigger too. He's a skinny dude. He is. Especially for his height. He needs to go to Adama Traore level. Yeah. levels. He needs to go to training camp at Adama Traore for a month and not get that big though, you know? Right. And, and I know you're a big talk sport guy. You, yeah. you know Jason Cundy, right? Yeah. Did I you hear his quote? Yeah. What was it? He said that Mason Greenwood is the best player Manchester United have produced since George Best. Produced. Yes. Have produced since George Best. Wow. He, he says that he could go down to be the greatest Man United Academy player since since best. Um, it's a long list. You know you know who's... He said he's better than Marcus Rashford, he will be better than David Beckham, and he will be better than Ryan Giggs. Paul Scholes. <laughs> he, he didn't Scholes, even mention those guys. Kane. He says, we talk about Phil Foden, he could be better than Foden. Wow. The phone thing is, okay, I get that, but he, he called out David Beckham and Ryan Giggs, mate. I think David Beckham in his prime years is massively underrated. Underrated, yeah. I think the way he passed the ball and his movement was just stupid. Like, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think he would be better than, I don't think, than Ryan Giggs? Yeah, Giggs. I don't know. We'll see. It's easier for a striker to shine than it is a midfield. Uh, I will say that. Yeah. Right, so, that's true, that's true. But, I mean, I feel like that's a bold claim. I mean, I get it. He's great, but that's a very – I mean, that's up there in claims. I mean, because if you look at his position, really, if you're a striker, mm-hmm. if he's in the right system, you see, as a midfielder, you have so many different things you have to do. All Greenwood really has to do in this system, get the ball, maybe outpace someone, and shoot and score. He has a really good shot as is. So, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll so see. That debate will rage on. The reason why I don't think that'll happen is because, like, to be considered the best, he's – I would think he'd be well all-around, well-rounded player. I don't think he has a good header on him. Yeah. I don't think he'll be a physical guy. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I bet you that – I mean, one or more of these guys will be surpassed by a random guy coming out of nowhere next year. You know, like like a Jude Bellingham or some like – you know what I mean? I like, know who that is. That, that's a Beatles song. <laughs> Yeah, well, see, look it up. It's a player that's on the rise. There are a couple of players. You never know. But, I mean, great. You know, it looks good for England if they all stay on board. Uh, Steve made a comment uh, about the – remember there was a brief talk, I think, about uh, – he said in regards to Jews being slaves, they were in Egypt for long periods of time, not by their own choice. So okay. that was in regards to the last show. Uh, and he brought up – so I'm going through his comments. That's he also bad. brought up <laughs> – I mean, it's a little bit of a history lesson. He said, no one loves to look at the ball fly past him into his own net more than Keppa. He loves to watch. I've been saying this for the longest time. He's not good. Keppa? Yeah, he needs to go. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. I, and there's talk about them going for Dean Henderson. And then there's another lad they're looking at in the Italian leagues, which we could talk about over the summer. But So you think Keppa will not be the goalie next season? I don't think he should. Brian, I want to know your thoughts. Would you like Keppa still in net? Keppa Arzagobola. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we all, we will always have that moment. <laughs> we will always have that moment. Uh, speaking of the MLS's back tournament we brought up earlier, Steve said watching the tournament, uh, what the hell are these camera angles? Not sure if I love it or hate it yet. Have you seen it? Looks, You know what it looks like? It looks a bit like, what's that team with the small pitch? Is it like Burnley maybe? Or is it Bournemouth that I'm thinking with that camera angle, the odd? Um, I think Burnley has a weird camera. Bournemouth has a weird one. Bournemouth and Burnley have them, right? I think so, yeah. So MLS is back. Has a also, when they angle. were up, for the people that remember, QPR had a really wild oh, one, too. Yeah, it was bananas. Does Loftus that bother Road, you? Loftus Road was bananas. Does, does the camera angle bother you? 
I adapt to it, though. You get used to it after, like, five minutes. Okay. So Fair not enough. too much. Uh, Brian's getting on our case. Kate Winslet did a lot after Titanic, he says. We did ask you. I mean, you're probably... No, she didn't. She was nominated for an Oscar for playing Rose in Titanic. Since then, she's been nominated five more times, winning one for The Reader. Do you know what The Reader is? <laughs> no, I don't. Irrelevant. I, you know, the problem is I don't know much about movies, so that's the thing. You know, I mean... Yeah, you're not a big pop, pop culture guy. Uh, I mean... No, you're not. Stop. You don't watch I movies, know about it, but I don't really And you're not a music much, guy. You know? That's pop culture. There are other things to it, but let's let's look. What at are Kate other things Winslet. to pop culture? The music. And Wait, movies. how old do you think Kate Winslet is right now? Yeah. Um. What would you? Thirty-nine. Older. Forty-three. Older. Just by a little bit. You're close. Forty-four. Okay. 44. That's bananas, isn't it? Yeah. So she's also one. Oh my god! I was talking. I was playing Warzone with some with some of the guys earlier. Last night, actually. She's a Reading fan. So, you remember the show Boy Meets World? Yeah. Do you remember the Smoke Redhead? Smoke Redhead? Smoke Show Redhead Girl? Yeah, no, I know Smoke Not Topanga. The other one. I, I don't. It was Sean's girlfriend, I believe. Okay. Now a porn star. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. So. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, you know, our bad. Sorry. <laughs> But, I mean, I, I told you ahead of time I have no idea. So I, I knew we were missing out on something. He also says, why isn't Pep getting roasted for having nine losses this year? Because we brought that up in the pod. He goes, because they're coming off two of the three best EPL seasons ever with two titles. They're still safely in second and aren't in first because of a historic title run by another team. Do you agree with that? No, it's because they're Man City. Well, and I no mean, one really cares about Man City. And also, to be fair, to go along with this point, they still have a possibility of winning two trophies this year. Two actual ones, right? We don't talk about Community Shield or Community whatever, this, that. So Some might. Understandable. So uh, That's wild how people kill lobsters like when they're alive for their food. Like how can you put, I don't know, it's just wild to put a live lobster and boil it to death, is it not? So this happens? <laughs> it's been I feel bad, yeah, yeah. I think they make noises. See, but you've done it yourself. You're a murderer. What do you mean? You've murdered a lobster I have not, not a live lobster. I think you have. When? I don't know. You just strike me as the person. Like you Wait, and Kate, I have would definitely never. Do that. No, I've had crab. I mean, like when they brought out crab or like lobster. I mean, it's been dead when I've eaten it. I haven't done what this lad on the TV <laughs> is doing. For all those that obviously don't know what's going on, this lobster has been boiled. Right? Was we he are boiled? Watching a murder. This lad just cut the lobster while it was moving in half. It was bananas. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's happened there. But let's go back. Uh, Steve wants to know who we're taking. Serious question. And, and you know, now with the situation being what it, yeah. what it was, would you take 11 Serge Aries or 11 David Luizes? Who wins? I'll take Serge Aries. We can't. We, there's no, there will be no Serge Aries. Right. I mean, well, yeah, we'll, we'll bring that up in a second. But I don't know. I'll take Serge Aries. Really? Yeah, he's more skilled. Yeah, but they both make some calamitous errors. If I look at someone like Serge Aria, he could play in the back, he could play midfield, and he could play up front. He's got pace. He's a skilled player. People forget what he did at PSG. Mind you, he, yeah, he's an idiot, but like he's skilled. He's a so skilled Dalu player. Dalu's not a skilled <laughs> player, though. Yeah, he's, he, he used to be. He cannot, he's not someone you could rely on to keep the ball. I would take Serge Aria now, 11 of them, but I think David Luiz used to be better than this. <laughs> I, uh, I'd rather take Serge Aria. Because right. just if you put 11 I Serge Arias against 11 David Luises, 
That'd be a fucking banana game. Who would you take? Steve? Serge Aurier wins. Really? Because yeah, I don't course. know, mate. I don't. It'd be David Luiz would be outpaced everywhere on the pitch. He's got. He's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to. See You're that. bound for an orange. I wish we could watch it. David Luiz. <laughs> I wish we could watch it. Steve, where are you taking? I'm curious. You know, I'm, I'm wondering what you would do. All right, let's go now to the main event of, of topics. Although, I mean, people have been. People have sent stuff today, I guess, uh, since our, our show went going. So I guess I'll bring them on. You want you want Jeff back on the pod ASAP? Yeah. Okay, so we'll do that pretty soon. I want to shout out Brian O'Leary, giving the thumbs up on when we when uh, someone said UEFA was a joke. Before we move to the Mount Rushmore, Steve, about today's game, so this is fresh, I'd like to talk about how this is, for all intents and purposes, the same Southampton team that got nine put up them by Leicester. Today, giving a draw to United. Do you think you could throw that one out? Isn't you think Southampton's improved since then? I feel like under Ralph Hasenhutl, they've gotten a little better. I don't really follow Southampton like that, but yeah, I mean, shit, probably. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's yeah, honestly, on. I'm just being honest. Yeah. So let's move on to the main part, the Mount Rushmore. This was big. It was contentious. Uh, before we get to it, I want to talk about Nobu. All right. So it seemed like our uh, listeners were split on the Nobu business here. So um, we have so many that I have never seen the See More tab for comments. Uh, Bro, okay, wait, wait. I didn't see all the Nobu interactions because when we, when we checked the Twitter account along with the intern, yeah. um, I think like we missed some notifications. That So example, if well, I log in and press the nut and see some, yeah. you're going to... Log in next time and not see those, maybe. Well, so there weren't too many. There were just two. Okay. So the first one came in from Steve. Wait, what the hell was that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'll bring that. So the first one came in from Steve. He says, everyone knows Nobu. And he sent me a link. Yeah. So he's on the Nobu Yeah. Train, but, Brian, I know a lot of restaurants and especially chains. One of my other favorite podcasts is a chain restaurant fast food podcast. I've never heard of Nobu. Hashtag don't know Nobu. Nobu is goaded. So it's like it's 50-50. And I asked Caitlin, and she does not know what Nobu what? is. She doesn't know Nobu, mate. I don't know. I, you know what? Here's the thing. Nobu is just you know, one of those things that I think. You know, maybe honest with it's you. It's like Whataburger. I think many people don't know what it is, but many people do know what it is. I think it's really people know You think Nobu is more famous than Whataburger? No, no, no. Okay. I'm saying that's a bit of a wild comparison because Whataburger is like well, well known. Okay. I mean. I haven't had it and I know about it. But, I, bro, Nobu is... I don't know, bro. It's I don't know why how you guys don't know it. It's that's well, wild. So before we get to the Mount Rushmore, I got a few more things actually. My bad. Got a couple more. Uh, so this is actually a, a trivia I want to ask you. Okay, mm-hmm. um, there are two players after something that just happened this weekend. So this is across all leagues. This century to have twenty goals and twenty assists in one season. Can you name those two players this century since two thousand? 20 goals, 20 assists in a season. This player just hit it yesterday or two days ago or whatever, whenever they played. He the other the one, second? Yeah. Messi? Yeah, Messi did it, and the first one did it years ago. Ronaldo but, never did it? No, surprisingly. He um, never hit the assist number. This man just bangs goals, mate. Um, Someone else. Neymar? Nope. Oh, older. well, I was going to say the older than Neymar. Premier, he still he played in the Premier League, and he's also played in La Liga. Wow. Uh, um, Luka Modric? 
No. No, wow, 20 goals. <laughs> That's a yikes from me. <laughs> <laughs> He's This guy also played for Barcelona at one point. Oh, is it Luis? No. But that's, I mean, that's a good guess. You want to know his EPL team or should I hold off? I mean, yeah. it'll give it away, I think. His EPL team was Arsenal. He played for Arsenal and Barcelona. The only guy I can think of is Sesk. There was another guy Thierry that took Henry? that path earlier. Yep, it was Thierry Henry. Oh. So Henry and Messi. So congrats to Lionel Messi on that one. Um, so also, did you know? That this is the first season since 2013-2014 that Sergio Aguero will not be the leading scorer for Manchester City. Oh, man. Since since this player did it in 13-14, can you get... I mean, it is wild who this player is. He had 20 goals for City in 13-14. No. And he's not even a striker. And he's not even an attacking midfielder. <laughs> Gareth Barry. Maybe he used to be an attacking midfielder. Gareth no. Barry. No. James Milner. Nope. He scored a lot of, like, long-distance goals, like wild goals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, Torre. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, but, yeah, Raheem Sterling is their leading scorer this year, and Sergio Goro will not be playing the rest of the season. So, looks like that'll be you it. You catch him on stream, though, on Twitch. Uh, He's and then, a Twitch guy. Yeah. Oh, who, Aguero? Yeah, really. Plays video games. Uh, he also had... Someone tell me to get rid of that hair. That's awful, by the way. Yeah, I'm oh, not a big fan of the whole bleached hair. It's starting to become a thing, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's terrible. People are bleaching Unreal. their hair blonde. Bananas. They should get rid of it. Uh, you heard... Steven Gerrard, and I've heard John Terry, Bristol City. Yeah. Um, do you think Bristol City would be making a good decision choosing one of these lads? I think they would be making a good decision. Doing it. Now, do I think the those guys would be doing a good job? No. You don't think that's a good no. gig? Wait for a, a decent to good Premier League team. Bristol City is job. in, you know, smack dab. They're three points off sixth place in the championship. I think someone should – dude, I, I think John Terry should go for that Villa head coaching job. Well, I think that's there too. See, he – why wouldn't – but why not – They get relegated? Do a championship role and then move your way up. Yeah, it's assuming Villa get relegated, uh-huh. lose their manager, Terry's there. So what if Terry's at Villa and Gerrard's at Bristol City? Would no. you watch that match? I would watch – I mean, I don't know if I'd watch it to be honest with you, but Bristol City is not a good – Where do you want Steven Gerrard to go? Like a team like – not that he'd take his spot, but a team like Wolves. Okay. Oh, New- yeah, I know. Nuno's. So a team, yeah. So a team like Wolves. Okay. I don't know if there's another yeah. team out there that Wolves you can think equivalent. of like that. Fair enough. So let's go to the Mount Rushmore finally. All right. This, had the, this Mount Rushmore had the most votes that we've ever had in any poll mm-hmm. by a lot. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. 68% liked your picks more, 32%. What with mine, I think Portillo's really, I mean, Portillo's really won it for you. Uh, and t- a lot of people like to talk about I versatility. Was, you know, I got literally, the those were, and when I wrote my Mount Rushmore, those were my first four picks and I got them all. Oh, really? Okay. See, Portillo's was my first. The other ones were my, you know, next in line. Uh, you don't rate in and out I just didn't think about it because I don't really eat it that much. I've had it maybe twice ever. Okay. Um, and so here are some, here are some comments. I'll, I'll do the comments first. Steve said the versatility of Taco Bell, which is also the fast food best breakfast. That's controversial. in and out and the Portillo's chocolate cake shake Arian wins by a landslide. Uh, Jeff Paris, I would like to try Portillo's. And Jeff, if you come to Chicago, I will invite you. I will get you a Portillo's meal. It's a must-have when you visit. You got to come on your stomach. What you got to have the? You got to max out there. Yeah, so we'll get you a cake shake, for sure. And think then, of beef. Yeah. Beef, um, dog, cheese fries, cheese fries, or steak. Cheese yeah. fries, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Brian, we got to tell them that he's coming in from 
Toronto too, so they make the fries fresh, the yeah. hot fries. Right. So Brian, Arian had the lead until the Taco Bell pick. I never, I will never eat there, says Brian Moore. Uh, Brian O'Leary comments, says Ashton had me at Popeye's. Devin, uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. Ryan Falk, first time commenter. It's not even close, to be honest. So, you know, we tried to ask him, you know, a little more about his Mount Foodmore. He didn't tell us what team he follows. But he said, I think you need to cover burger, sandwich, Mexican, and a wild card. So his, which I'll start with the other ones, are Five Guys, Potbelly, Chipotle, and Chick-fil-A. Uh, uh, we also had Steve had Chick-fil-A there. He had Shake Shack, Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A, Popeye's. Got to get the Cajun Sparkle. Uh, then we had... Didn't Did Brian do this on a separate thread? He sure did, didn't he? Uh, we had Devin. Devin, mate. A Mount Rushmore has four faces on it. He said Wendy's in and out. It's only a two-man Mount Rushmore here. What are your thoughts on Devin not understanding? I mean, those are two solid options, but... Did you see that one yeah. in turn? But there has to be more, mate, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Uh, we've just gotten a mention. What is it? So you... Steve. So Steve has a lot... Got, incoming, while I go find Brian's, because Brian has lost the plot and not posted, um, what has Steve said? Um, it's it's an Ekin Fenwa. Okay. All right. Well, it's only here. Yeah, that's fine. So Akin Fenwa. So has Wycombe then now gone up? Yeah. They wow. Promoted to the championship, so they got promoted from League One. Wow, that's awesome! Congrats to Akin Fenwa. This is a live share, by the way. So they beat Oxford United two to one. There you go. Solid there. Jeez. Uh, Brian, you've really fluffed your lines here, mate. I'm... <laughs> All right, we'll get to it. Just... We'll, we'll get to Brian's here. Oh, there's been another live. Jeff Paris has has sent something. Oh, another comment we missed out. I'll go back to it. Mark McCormick said, ah, Vavil. He actually worked with me there. So yeah. shout out Mark McCormick. And also shout out um, Devin for making fun of uh, Kavanaugh. Here is Brian's Mount Fastmore is what he said. Chipotle, Culver's, In-N-Out, Chick-fil-A. So... Huh. There you go. There's everyone else. I like that Next. one. I'm just not a big Culver's. All guy. right. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead. This week, as you guys know, there's the Mount Rushmore of busts. So we're going to give our busts here. Um, before we do that, Steve had a funny picture of the Ronaldo bust, the one of Ronaldo's face. Oh, yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say real quick, my last thoughts on everyone's Mount Foodmore. Something that I saw in common that is ready for this hot take Chick-fil-A is the most overrated food on this planet. Oh! It is. Ooh. I was actually going to say, because that was on most of them, I agree. I thought that I mean, was a... It is the Texas of states. <laughs> it is. No, I'm just laughing. I mean, straight now up. Now you've just taken a shot at Texas. I mean, chicken sandwich, they don't own the best chicken sandwich. Let's be real here. All right. Yeah, well. Waffle fries, overrated. Mm-hmm. Arby's. Ha- like, they don't dominate in anything. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my case. Okay, well. You know what? And if I wanted to hear, you know, thank you and the word about Jesus, I'll go to church. <laughs> so I'm not going there for that. All right. So Arine with a with a really, well, not really hot take, but a, a damning statement about Chick-fil-A, right? 
<laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it is. Yeah, uh, Jeff actually mentioning that had City lost this decision, it would have been terrible for them. So I, we'll, we'll talk about that next. No, episode. I'm not going to talk we about it. We can't analyze it live. I'm here. just sharing the, the, the article. I'm not analyzing it, but I'm just saying, yes, they would have been crushed. So we'll go on to the Mount Rushmore. Relax. <laughs> no. This you, man over here. No, because you're always like, we got we to gotta, you always say under agree. two hours and well, you're reading no. articles. We're on the Mount Rushmore. Relax. <laughs> I'm just shouting it I'm out. Not. He shared it. It's live. Calm down. Bro, okay. I'm not. I'm just... So let's do our bust. So we got busts. Jeez, man. And unfortunately, we don't have a guest, so we can't do a three-way thing. But you won the last one. And I feel like I'm in a perpetual screwed state here because you, you either you go first. So do you want the first pick or the second I'll, pick? Here, I'll give you the first pick. I don't want the first pick. Okay, right, well, I, I won, so I'm I'll giving you the first pick. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, with my first pick of busts... People are going to like this because you had the documentary out on it recently. I'm going with the Fire Festival. Oh, no way. You gave me the first pick, man. Wow. Why have you done that? I didn't expect you to put that there. Well, because I saw the documentary last year, I thought it was the most bananas thing ever. Everyone knows. What was it the, the documentary called? It was called uh, something else. But it's good. The Fire Fest was a disaster. The documentary was called Fire Fest. It was, it was, right? The one on Netflix. There's another one on, like, Amazon, I think. Yeah, the one on Netflix most was fucking wild. You must look at it. The one where the guy offered to give head for water. For water. So watch that terrible, you know. And he mess. was serious? No question. Firefest was out there. So now it's your turn. Aureen, uh, who are your two? You get two. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got? My first pick. So I don't think many. So this is my p- Donald Trump. Okay. I, Big bust. Uh-huh. Not, maybe I think people that came in with very high expectations, uh-huh. or maybe not so much, but I think even the people with the not so very high expectations are like, okay, we'll give them a shot still, right? Yeah. He's been trash. I hate saying political stuff, but man, trash. I agree. So that's my number one. That's my number one pick. All right. Who's your second one? Uh, my second pick is a classic. Uh-oh. Damn it. Freddie Freddie Adu. Yep. <laughs> he was next on my list. What was he? Signed when he was like 14, 15, yep. and mm-hmm. now he's like trying to be a DJ today. I mean, this guy was supposed to be the next Pele. Oh, what a pick. Freddie um, Adu. Man, yeah, I'm gonna go with Pele. I think anyone that knows his story, okay. wild bust. Yeah, that's a good pick. That was my, you know, and I'm, I and I, I wanted to have a couple, one or two sports picks. That was my favorite sports one because it's soccer related. That's our podcast, you know. Big, yeah, big, yeah. Uh, big sports guy there. So here's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with two sports picks here. All right, I'm gonna go with the XFL. Because it, it blew up two times, not once, but twice. How the long F- did it last the first year? The first time it was first one time. season, I think. Or, oh. you know, but it didn't even make it to half a season this year because of coronavirus. But yeah. then they folded again. So the XFL, be- only because it happened twice. I wouldn't have made fun of them if they hadn't done it this time. But the XFL, to me, big bust. I mean, not that people were excited about it the second time <laughs> around. But you remember the first time? Yeah. It was a pretty big thing. My second one, I'm sticking to an athlete even though I have a – I, I kind of want to do other things, but I'm going to go with Greg Oden. I don't know if those of you that remember bas- – anyone is a basketball guy. Greg Oden, the number one pick, yeah. was – and he, I think he was picked ahead of Kevin Durant. So, wow. big yikes there for the Portland Trailblazers. I'm going with Greg Oden. What do you got now? Um, so now do I have two? Yep, you got the last. Uh, I hope you don't take mine. My third pick now, big baller brand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what is it, Lonzo and whatever their dad? Yep. Now remember that shoe that was wildly overpriced. Yep. Um, man, did that come crashing? <laughs> that did. Big ball of brand is three for me. Big yikes! Okay, who you got as your fourth one? Uh my fourth. Uh 
I'm between two, but I'm going to go with this one because it helps hits close enough. Mario Balotelli. Okay, Mario Balotelli. Yes. Man, he was pegged out to be like pretty much kind of like the next Laton, right? You know, wild card character, does some funny shit, Sculpted. but dominates, right? Yeah. Like, you know, decent sized lad, you know, poacher. Built. Yeah. Killed at AC Milan for a little bit, but uh, now he's like a free agent. Had a good year. It's like nothing too. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Scored that crazy goal against Germany. Yeah. Uh, a giant grace, that uh, fall from grace. So, all right, yeah. For this one, I'm gonna go a little outside. I know you're going with here. What am I going with? What's your? I'm Bro, going way, Anthony. I'm no, I'm going way outside the box. Way outside the box because we talked about this last week. So it just it just came to me. This Kate Winslet was supposed to be one of the biggest things back then. The Titanic. The Titanic is one of my biggest busts. Wait, the actual event? The actual Titanic. Because. Fuck. Mate, it was supposed to be the biggest like thing. The boat, they're like, oh, this is the fucking thing. And it crashed, mate, into an iceberg. Man, that's a big-ass bust, that's even a, if it was in 1914 or whatever it was. That's a really tough look. That's a tough – You can't tough. come out and be like, we have the best fucking boat, and then it gets knocked over by an iceberg. Yeah, it's It tough. wasn't even knocked by a water. My question is, what were the captains doing, bro? Head's gone, mate. They've run into the <laughs> iceberg, lad. <laughs> What's going on? Like, it's a, it's a head's going on. Like, what are they getting head in the captain's? I must have. I mean, that was a very costly. It's a giant iceberg job. in front of you, lad. <laughs> Just steer away. Yeah, no. I guess when it's dark, mate. They, they. I mean, they spent all that money. And they must not put lights in the front. Unreal. So big boss. Unreal. The Titanic. Actual Titanic. The actual Titanic. RMS Titanic. That's a lot of busts regarding the Titanic. Yeah. Kate Winslet, the actual Titanic. <laughs> do you have any other do you have that, any shout that outs? little sheet of ice that both of them probably could have, you know, lived on, but yeah. he just know. was like, Well fuck it, I'm gonna drown. <laughs> he offed himself. He did. He did. Um, Unreal. Unreal. Uh whew, also heavy. Kate Winslet, little overrated in the looks department in Titanic. Wow. Hot take. So who else we got on busts? Do you got any? Do you got any uh, like uh, shout yeah, outs? Yeah. I mean, Anthony, Ta- Anthony Bennett. Who's Anthony, like, oh, that's a good pick. Yeah, Anthony Bennett, first pick for the Cavs in twenty fourteen. Yeah, if you don't know him, then that's why that's he's a bust. Why. Look yeah. him up, and you'll be surprised yourself because um, yeah. that's very recent. Who else you got? Um, I just had Kate Winslet, and that's it. I had I actually had Kate Upton because she got some a bust. She's hot. They call boobs a bust. You know, oh. so it's a bust. So big bust there. Oh, uh, okay. and I'm gonna go with. Uh, Y2K. So Y2K. In 2000. So you were really young, so that's why I didn't do it on this one. That everyone thought shit was going to blow up when the world turned to 2000. And I remember sitting there, like, because they said all the computers were going to, like, because it couldn't handle the numbers. And then the computers (laughs) were going to blow up and crash or something. And nothing happened. Wow. That was very nice. But let's go over the Mount. uh, You know, Trubisky was a good one, too. Oh, Trubisky would have been a great one, lad. Yeah. God damn. Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, if you're looking in the Jamarcus NFL. Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> this man could throw 80 yards on his knees, but not in a football game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of other soccer players. Soccer is eh, a little more difficult. I mean, Yang Yuzai. Yeah, um, then. I mean, yep. you can't say Odegaard of these guys because you look and they're 21 now. Right. So it's like, wow, this is when they were pegged as the best thing. Is- oh, Alexander Pato. I love Alexander Pato, so that's tough for me to say. It's a bit of a bust, That's me. tough. bit of a bust. Uh, so... The uh, the Mount Rushmore's Aryans had and you could say even Goza, but that's medical. Mm. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I, yeah. I say I say medical. He gets top. a pass. Like, he he gets won the pass. World Cup, so yeah, he gets a pass. Uh, so Aryan had Donald Trump, Freddie Adu, Big Baller Brand, <laughs> and Mario Balotelli. For me, we had the uh, Firefest, Greg Oden, the XFL, and the Titanic. The, the actual boat, not the movie. Extra- 
RMS. I'll just put RMS Titanic so they know it's not the movie. Just put the actual Titanic. Okay. Yeah, the, the, not the movie. The movie did well. So I'm talking about the boat. The actual one. That the movie did up. better than the boat itself. It, it did. They put all this money into this boat and it crashed. Unreal. I'm very... You You're know, a big Titanic guy. Big Titanic. You're a big believer. I am. I'm sad. All right. So let's now go to... Well, so let's... Before we get to it, um, we got a few more things before we get to the next segment. Uh, Serge Aurier, uh, his brother was shot and killed overnight in Toulouse. Mm-hmm. So R.I.P. What was his brother's name? You have uh, Christopher. Christopher Aurier. It's uh, very sad. So thoughts... Well, not thoughts. I mean thoughts and prayers to you know his family and... Uh, sorry for their loss there. So that's a story, a bit of a sad story. Uh, he's a younger brother too. Yeah, he's tw- he's one year younger than me. He's twenty six. He played uh, in the fifth division in France. Uh, I can't remember the team name. It was Toulouse something. It was a uh, you know T- Toulouse Rodeo. That's what it was. Oh, okay. So uh, you know, rest in peace. That's that's sad to be honest. Uh, more details, I guess, will come out on it. But you know, with all that's been going on, that's something that you feel yeah. bad. Um, so let's go to the player of the week last week. Um, we had quite a bit of votes on this one. We had Bruno getting 46%. Then Mohamed Salah was second with 27%. 18% picked David Silva. And 9%, one person picked John Egan. So uh, congratulations. That was actually the first vote. <laughs> yeah, and that was the only vote. And so congratulations to Bruno Fernandez. In terms of the nonce of the week, Deshaun Jackson taking 38% of the votes. Commercials wild. Drew Pels, the Vavil guy, tied Farid El Malali with 31%, and no one picked our boy Gigi Bacali. Watch so, what this car does. Look at that. Does that so, happen really? No. So what Arian is mentioning, there's a commercial for a Bionic Flex Pro hose. <laughs> so uh, it's showing that when cars go on the hose, they, they crack. and. Does out. that happen really? Yeah. Hoses, yeah. They have, like when a uh, car goes over a hose, yeah. it creates holes? Well, not, I mean, not one time, but I mean, it's continually lost the plot. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, That's bananas. I'm kind of shocked. shocked. Going to the nonce of the week, Deshaun winning, I get it. Fareed, mate. Fareed only had 31%. And he was tied with Drew Pels. Gigi with no votes. Uh, Steve said, I agree with Brian. I'm tired of voting for hate. The again of Fareed's definitely won me over. As Brian said, just now, I'm tired... Just because I'm tired of voting for hate in the nonce of the week, I choose your boy Fareed because it made me laugh. So, Fareed. But he didn't win. Deshaun Jackson, the winner. I thought there were good candidates last week. Not as good this week for nonce of the week. You are a nonce, You're a nonce, mate. Uh, we got some couple decent candidates here to start us off. But then uh, the 12-year-old. I mean, we all heard about this. A 12-year-old Villa fan, I guess it's safe to say. This young boy um, made some very racist remarks towards uh, Wolf Zaha. He posted it the morning of the match. I mean, you can probably go on social media and see it. Uh, Ahead of the match, Zaha took to Twitter to reveal the extent of the abuse that he's received from a social media user. We won't release the name of that social media user, but you can probably find it on Twitter pretty easily. Um, And I won't read what he said, right? They can probably find it. It's pretty pretty bad, you know. to the point that I don't want to say it, but he was arrested. We, uh, West Midlands police were alerted to a series of racist messages sent to a footballer today. That was Wolf Saha. After looking into them and conducting checks, they have arrested the 12-year-old boy from Sully Hall. So, 12-year-old boy for making, you can see it, very racist comments on Wolf Zaha's. Actually, we'll post the link to the, to the tweet. We won't put the tweet, but yeah. um, 
Any thoughts there? I don't know. Like, I know, obviously, it's terrible. Like, arresting a 12-year-old, like, I think there should be things happen, but I think, you know. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't know. He's not even he 13. To learn. He's not even That's, a teenager. Is that more on his parents? Yeah. It's more on his parents. He's 12. He's yeah. not even 13, dude. Right. That's like, unbelievable. The kid's small as fuck. And the sh- stuff that he was writing is unreal. Yeah. And in his bio, it said John Moss touches boys. <laughs> John Moss is a ref. I'm serious, mate. Um, so he's made pedo allegations against referee John Moss. And if you've seen John Moss. <laughs> so the other one we're going to go with is CAS slash UEFA, the Court of Arbitration for Sport and UEFA. for overturning the city ban. <laughs> John Moss. Yeah, I mean... Poor John Moss didn't do anything. Is he a fat guy? A fat guy? Yeah, yeah. He's a fat ref. We'll put it. We can, you know, we'll see. We can put a picture of him. Possibly, I don't know. Uh, so, Cass and UEFA for overturning the the ban. We've talked about this many times, right? So, uh, Arian just pulled up a picture of John Moss. Um, so, Cass and UEFA is one of them, right? Well, we talked a ton, so we don't need to talk more. Jada Pinkett Smith. All right, you explain this because you know it better. But for her to have substituted the word entanglement for cheating. Tell us the story real yeah. quick. Um, briefly. So, I don't know. I think it was a YouTube thing or it was something live, right? I think it was on, I don't think it was on mainstream TV. So, Will Smith is married, I don't know, was, I don't know what they are right now, to Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know her, she was in the past, before Will Smith, involved with Tupac Shakur. Since then, um... Will Smith's son has said that his real father is Tyler, their creator, and their daughter still writes letters to a dead Tupac Shakur, who oh. is, you know, his wife's, or his wife's ex. Um, so he, poor Will Smith just gets fucked over constantly. Big time. So they take, look, this is just a bleak story. They take some time off, but they're still married. Mm-hmm. So take it as you will, in my opinion. That's your time to, like, you know, do other things, right? Not necessarily go out with other people, right? But Jada Pinkett Smith makes it well known to the public. Everyone knows she – I think it was a 20-year-old rapper. I don't know who the guy is. His name's August apparently. Um, (laughs) That's bananas. She's up there in age. You know, she's with Will Smith's age. And she said, you know, they were talking about live, right? Will Smith asked her a question. She goes, my thing with August, you know, it's well known. They banged, okay? Okay. Multiple times. And she called it an entanglement <laughs> instead of cheating. So shout out entanglement. Being so I think the new word, if you're really, if you pull scumbag <laughs> move off or something, you need to get out of it, just call it an entanglement. Unreal. Or for the single lads out there, if she asks, what are we? Just say we're entanglement. We're, we're entangled right now. We're entangled at the moment, right? Unreal. Unreal. So, um, and you know what? I think they're still together, so she got so away with it. who's the Nazi? Is it her or like is it him for trusting her or like staying – like what – do you feel bad for him so, or do you think so he's letting I don't this happen think, to himself? So I don't think trusting your, your, your partner should be – should make you a Nazi. Right. You should do that regardless. I think if, if – because it's clear they're – look, I'm look i 25 and I've, I've never been married or, you know, whatever. Surely. Uh, <laughs> So I think maybe this was, you know, they were taking time off. Um, <laughs> taking time off. <laughs> that's bananas. <laughs> no, it's not. I, you know, I, I understand. We, we cannot say that's bananas because we wouldn't know. I think if a couple's going through a rough time, they have kids, this might be the right thing to do. 
So did they? But that's the thing. So then, when you take time off, do you, then you make? Hey, we're gonna bang people. But you no, said they didn't do that. you don't. You don't say that. You don't. Well, you don't say we're gonna bang. What, what's this? You should know. <laughs> that's where she messed up. That's cheating, man. Yeah, I'm saying that he should know if that's what you're saying. There, she's probably gonna do that. No, no, no. That's no. what I'm thinking. He's a nonce. He's naive, mate. No, no, maybe because he was like she wouldn't do that. She this guy's getting cheat. shit on by his kids. He's getting shit on by his wife. Surely, I think, I think Will Smith. You know, it's it looks bad on his part because not only has she admitted to doing it, but instead of calling it, you know, cheating, I made a mistake. Entanglement. She called it an entanglement. Right. Yeah. So there's Jada Pinkett Smith's up. I now. think Jada Pinkett Smith's the nonce, but you know. Yeah, I agree. No, I, I think agree. Will Just... Smith, for the sake of his kids and you know reputation, doesn't want to go through with this. Mess, yes. You know, but I think he's in a tough spot right now. All right. Well, there's, I don't know. There's another. Candidate. What's your What's your What's your call on that? No, I, I agree. Situation. I, I think she is. I just think that he's naive. That's. I mean, I think the situation on calling a break, like, you you make an agreement. You say, okay, is the break like a break break? <laughs> they or is said it like they a, said they took a break to find inner happiness. So that's what the break was for. So, to, but, I guess the, So why hasn't she apologized? Did she apologize to him or what? I don't know. Or she's just like I entangled. I think and that's she, it. Yeah, she well, got away with it. They're man. still together, you know. Well, she's, you know, know, she's a clown. She belongs to the streets. She's a fucking clown, mate. That's all I got to say. You know the whole trifling. thing with, you know, the whole Guys thing. Guys do that trifling. Girls my, do, everyone's <laughs> trifling. Fuck that shit. You know my exact words? You know the whole thing, she belongs to the streets? Or you belong to the streets? What does that mean? It could, it's, like, again, this could be a guy or a girl. Uh-huh. Meaning you're just. A hoe? A hoe and you can't. Uh-huh. That's Guys, what she is right now. She belongs to the streets. She's a hoe. I'm gonna open a strip club and call it Entanglement. <laughs> you know, I, I big you money, know, no, 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 no. I promise you, put like Will Smith's face on it. I promise you. With no, put Will Smith from Fresh Prince with crying Jordan on. Top yeah, of it. <laughs> yeah. I promise you that would make business because people are like, oh my god, I gotta check this new thing out in Vegas. And then make all them all the strippers look like Jada Pinkett Smith, <laughs> like same hairstyle, like makeup. I'm not into the short hair thing, though. I'm not either, but that's the character of the establishment that we're creating now. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Erling Holland is the fourth Nance of the Week candidate. I mean, this is not – I mean, he didn't do a terrible thing, but he's been kicked out of a nightclub. Um, he was seen in a video, and this will be posted again. There's a Snapchat video, uh, caption, Go Home, Erling Holland. And it looks like the forward was forcefully shoved away from the venue. The man believed to be Holland, and it was. Um, he started shouting at security – before he was ushered away by a friend, which earlier in the day he had a post that said he was chopping wood, um, which was fucking. Looks hilarious. like he was trying to get his wood down. Right, the club. <laughs> and after he's thrown out, his dad made a post the other day. Alfie Holland, his dad, uh, who said something along the lines of uh, "Nightlife, the nightlife isn't for you. Come back to work." So, how old is Holland? Nineteen. Erling Holland is nineteen. So the the people up for it this week. Look, these are your your younger days going out. Yeah, I mean that happens. Uh, he doesn't drink that much, obviously, because you know he's a soccer player, has a microscope, and that's tough, man. For for lack of really having other candidates, I mean, he's kind of put here, yeah. but but it's a funny video. So check that out. The Question: other, Yeah, have you ever been kicked out of an establishment for being drunk or doing something? Um, I you have personally? Not. Yeah, no, you I personally. have not actually. Believe it or not, no. Honestly, Never gotten in a bar fight or anything. No, I haven't been kicked out. I have. Gone out because someone I was with was kicked out. Yeah, no, I'm I talking to you. Been, no, yeah. I have never been kicked. Yeah. I have never been kicked out. And then if I ever was too sick or anything, I hit it very – I threw up in toilets. I threw up in sinks. I didn't Are you thrown up, up at the club? Oh, yeah. Made in a toilet, yeah. I've gone into the toilet and thrown up. Oh, yeah. But not on the floor. 
sometimes there's a line though in the club, so that's kind of risky. Well, I see. It's either I've leave the club or go to the toilet in the club. And when you say club, you mean you mean bars too? Because I've done oh, more okay. bars than clubs. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've pissed in a cup in a in a bar. That's wild. <laughs> I didn't get kicked out, mate. Um, no one knew about it. I, yeah, well, it's happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the other honorable mentions: Christian Benteke was uh, given a red card for kicking uh, Kansa of Aston Villa after the match. So you two for kicking uh, Joshua King, which we mentioned earlier, and Kolesinac for just being bad at soccer. These are just uh, honorable mentions. That's a personal one. So who you got? We got 12-year-old Villa fan for being racist to Zaha. We got uh, CAS and UEFA for overturning the city ban and really ruining FIFA fair play. Mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett-Smith for entanglement. <laughs> and Erling Allen for being kicked out of a nightclub. Um, You know, all these... Uh, look, I should go for UEFA. But, man, my heart just goes out to Will Smith. I'm going to go with entanglement. <laughs> Bro, that is so tough because everyone yeah. loves Will Smith. Yes, yes, you know? yes. Yeah. Like, no matter, even if you have, even if you're the person that's like, you could be a scumbag, be all about like cheating and all that, you just feel bad for the guy. Yeah. He's just had it rough. I don't know. I feel like he's a bit naive, so I'm going to give it to Cass and UEFA. <laughs> he just said fuck Will Smith. I didn't say fuck. I, I mean, he's kind of naive, mate. And then, I mean, to 12-year-old Villa fan, it's just vile. I mean, I, he's going to win. So yeah. I'm going to give my endorsement to CAS and UEFA. They should have given a one-year ban. They see, fucked up. I think I think the reason why – there's a mix of reasons why I don't want to vote for the 12-year-old. One, uh, uh, because I agree with the last comments. You know, I'm tired of racists. You Winning. know, and then the second thing is he's twelve. Is it because we're not that him it's the platform? right thing to do at twelve, but mm-hmm. it's like he's you know. So his parents should win. Does he even know multiplication at twelve? <laughs> Probably not. No, his I mean, parents should win then. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, okay. uh, we'll see what your guys Question. picks are. Yeah, who does this guy look like? JJ Watt. <laughs> I wrote this down because I knew you'd see it too. That's Chris Osgood, mate. Yeah, no, Chris, that is Chris Osgood. Anyway, Arian's talking about uh, the Red Wings documentary on the Joe, Joe Louis Arena documentary. So uh, that's on NBCSN right now. No one gives a fuck. So we're going to move on. Fantasy Corner, big scoring week for players, mate. Mikel Antonio, 26 points. 26. Imagine if you captained him. Sterling had 21. Your boy Trezeguet had 16. Uh, Jesus, 14, and a slew of people with 13. Dini, McGoldrick, Solanke, and Son. Top incoming, Sterling, Mikel Antonio, Danny Ings, Mason Greenwood, Gabriel Jesus. Outgoing, Soyuchu, because he's probably not playing in this season. Mane, Adama, Salah, and Alexander-Arnold. A lot of Liverpool guys that I think people are like, well, they're probably not trying anymore. Anyone to look out for that you'd say to pick up? Danny Ings. Sticking with Danny Ings. Uh, I've been giving all my suggestions. Anyone I've said the last four weeks, go with them. But if you want, I got a goalkeeper for you. I got a goalie. 4.3 million. All the other good goalkeepers are like in the 5, 5, 5, even 4, 8 range. 4.3 million, you can get Emmy Martinez of Arsenal. And I'm saying it because this match, he's going to get, I mean, he's going to have to make some saves. He's going to touch the ball a lot. He did against Tottenham. And then his last two matches are uh, Villa, I think, and Watford. So Where is center backs? They're not good. <laughs> but but in that case, he then has to make saves. He's been picking up a lot of points lately. So if you're, oh. if you're, if you're strapped for a backup goalie and you want to play, you know, Emmy Martinez against Watford or against Aston Villa, get him while he's $4.3 million right now. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. Uh, because, I mean, all the other positions I've said, I got nothing else. I've said Digne, I've said William, I've said Pulisic, and um, Mason Greenwood. That's, you know, that's that. So let's go to the gambling corner. Um, 
So for that, oh, gambling corner. Uh, rough week, again, for everyone. I think not one person won a bet. Brian didn't do anything again. Um, I lost all 10 of my dollars thanks to uh, I picked uh, the Liverpool City parlay, the Leicester United parlay. Both of those lost. Arsenal lost me. Bad week for me. Arine lost on the Liverpool-Leicester parlay as well. Steve lost on a 16 parlay. So to give you an idea, on his 16 parlay, right, he had six teams selected, only one of them won. So you know when you, like, pick a parlay mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, man, I got five of those, and you get really mad? How do you feel when you get one like all the others lose? Are you a little more relieved? Yeah. Okay, so Steve did that. He only ended up losing $3 this week. You lost four forty-three, and I lost all 10, so I got kind of fucked there. Uh, overall... Brian leads the way with up 15.04. Arings close behind him, plus 10.43. So you guys got a tight race going in. I'm down 5.29 now. Big yikes. I've gone way down. I was up 13 like two weeks ago. Steve is down 15.10. Wow. So we're all struggling. It's a bit rough. This week, this last week was unpredictable. Who you got this week? Um, I got Liverpool $10. Okay. What's the line? I don't know. You're just so you're doing this. Let's go back. You're doing this because you were mad that I'm, I mentioned. Not mad. <laughs> you were. I'm not mad. You said you weren't going to make bets, and then I said something like, "I'm going to bet on this game now." You're so, telling the people I'm mad. I'm not. What's the line? I don't. I don't know what the line is. I'll check it out. All right. So just ten bucks. I'm going to go. Well, I'll just I'll, I'll put that down now, and then I'll go check the line now. I believe it was minus one thirteen. Fact of the matter is, you have a backup keeper, and it's <laughs> David Luiz, and I don't know who the other lad is. Um, no, that's fine. So, with my picks, I'm going to go Everton is plus 102, uh, and I think they're playing Aston Villa at home. So, I really like that. I'm putting five on Villa, and Southampton's playing Brighton at home, putting five on Southampton at plus 118. That's two pluses. That So, even if one of them wins, coming out in the positives, if both wins, it's a good week. Uh, Everton's five to win 510. Southampton's five to win 590. So, that's my, my picks there. You've made your picks there. We'll look at the line. I'll fix that up. Don't forget to make your picks on the gambling corner at the footy corner, too. Uh, anything else? No. What, I'm trying to think. What, what team will Unai Emery be hired by? Ever, if ever. Probably some random French team. Okay, so the fu- to the future, random French team manager, Unai Emery. Aloha. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening, 